Yeah. Then that was one of the things you said to pre Peru. Mrs. I got blind spots, my ass, but you were like, we're going to, yeah, that was, you were being fucking modest, but the, <laughs> that you said that you said about timelines, you're like, we're going to get back and there's going to be two timelines. The people that are stuck on, on the narrative, they're stuck with all the stuff they're being fed and the people that are like, nope, not doing it it's almost going to create a divide. And that's, that's kind of where I've gotten to. I, in these past couple of years, have I been trying to figure that out or explore it? And I was fascinated by it that I wanted to help it. And now I'm like, nope, I'm not doing that. I'm going to get on the right path, kick it over there. And that's it. As much as we want to help people, if, if they're not seeing the same thing or they're not in the same timeline, however you want to put it, I, I, there's nothing you can do. And that's the, that's where I think we're all learning too, where these timelines are going to coexist within our lives and be intertwined because there's going to be loved ones or, you know, people as they either come and go within your life or however this all aligns that are still living in that, that timeline per se. So one of the things you said is like, I want to have more compassion for people. And I was like, I have so much compassion for people. And I feel like I came home and I was like, I hate people. Like there was, <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? So now I'm like, now I'm trying to balance like, okay, they can't see it. They don't have, they don't have their perspective to see it. And that's okay. Instead of being like immediately be like, um, hate you. What are you doing? You're fucking stupid. You're what's wrong with humanity. Like all of a sudden this understanding of their own timelines that I'm seeing, I have this severe reaction to, and I'm like, oh no, this is how they're going to be intertwined going forward. It's not like there's going to be like so many different dimensions and we're all existing and not aware of each other. We're all intertwined in these. It's how we're choosing to navigate going forward versus the other timelines. I think there may be even more than one, but it's just a very weird web of matrix. That's another thing that I learned, that the matrix isn't just this whole holographic universe that we've created. It's, it's a reality, rather. It's the thought matrix that we've created around ourselves. A lot of why I was being hijacked by this energy in that second ceremony was because my thought patterns and the way that I responded to things and just my whole mental programming was a fucking matrix. How I was responding, all these things that you think that you've worked on and, and that is important, but it's not about the healing anymore. It's about, like, we, you know where it is and why you've gotten there? It's not about healing. It's about using it to unprogram yourself from the responses that that trauma has embedded in you. So that thought matrix was so fucking thick. And it was really, I feel like, what is the detriment and what is controlling all these different timelines? We have these experiences, these memories, these thoughts, these subconscious programming that is happening just as easy as your liver is filtering your blood. That's a fucking matrix. And it's happening unconsciously. So you got to bring those things into the light. And so the, like my second ceremony was like, let's forget all the light. Bring all the shadows to the light. It was so intense because my light was illuminating the shadows and I was seeing them. It's just this wild entanglement of a thought matrix that we have the ability of stop fucking putting energy into the repetitive subconscious shit. Make the dark known. Just illuminating it is enough to make it go away. Instead of being like, oh, there's a shadow. What do I have to do? Let's get into the shadow work, which all serves a fucking purpose. But in our timeline and what we're doing, that's fucking done. Here's your fucking shadows. This is what you need to do going forward. And what are you going to do about it? Just like our question to each other was, 
how have you become the lessons of the medicine? That's the type of people that we're fucking with going forward, basically what I think a good synopsis of it is, is you don't want to do the work, I don't want to show you the shadow. You don't want the solution, you want the fucking problem. And those are how we distinguish between who you're working with and who you're not. There's no more time for it like to be like, okay, let me hold your hand and be like, okay, I'm really sorry these things happen. There's a, and, and there is a softness and a need, but it is a balance of this is how you're perpetuating it and not everybody is ready for that radical accountability. I think this is right. I'm going to do this and I'm going to let my actions speak for that. I'm not going to try to talk you into shit. I'm not going to try to be like, you know what you need to do. I've identified this and this is what I want to do. And I want to do it with people that feel the same way. That's really powerful. And that's important distinction. feel that there are so many avenues, just like I feel like there are so many prophets and so many different uh, metaphysical people that have been in our history that have come to show different ways and sometimes we can't hear the language of all of them so there's so much message in every single one but every single one has an importance whoever is in whatever timeline there's an importance there there's an importance where everybody is at i am hyper aware of where people are stuck now i will not just share that with everybody because I think I'm real, you know, I'm realizing as I'm really hyper focused on working right now just to get some, some clients in and to be able to use these newfound gifts that there is a falling away of being able to come at somebody with the depth that I'm seeing right now. That causes an adverse reaction of everything that I learned with the medicine. So the balance and the pendulum swing, like I am being ping ponged around to find the balance. I didn't realize how much of the hidden shit in the programming was going to start manifesting in real time to see, to be like, what are you going to do with it? Like, oh, here's a test. What are you going to do with it? The other part of the medicine that I thought was fucking wild that I didn't see coming that we giggled about, like, aha, everyone was staying home, like, oh, sorry, you're going to be thrown into ceremony, ha, ha, ha. We were joking. But, like, they really were thrown into ceremony with no support, no guardrails. I don't think we realized the lineage that's attached to each one of us was being severely affected in some way, shape, or form. My father was sick. My mom had to leave a function. She was happy because of anxiety and feeling all these things and all these feels. And, you know, I know Christine was, like, fucking headfirst into shit. Christy's husband was. I know that Sypha's family was going through it, DJ's family. It was unbelievable to, to simultaneously see these things happening while we were where we were and be like, wow, this is, like, really having a ripple effect. When we got home... I didn't realize the propelling fuel that that caused for Christine. When she came up to stay, you know, we got to go a little bit deeper. And then just things that happened afterwards and some hard conversations that we needed to have. We had more growth and momentum than the seven years that I have had the blessing of working and being in that space with her. I knew something huge was happening. What I didn't realize is she was going to be like, oh, Nick, you think you're going to go and transform your life in your lap of luxury? Hold my beer. And it's like, do you want to camp on the jungle floor in Tarapoto, Peru? Who the fuck is she? Who's this girl? Her and I going back into this space, uh, this is the balance of whatever the fuck container we opened all those months ago when I cold called you and asked if you wanted to go to Peru. The full circle moment that I feel, I don't have any fucking blind spots right now, which kind of scares me because my blind spots, quote unquote, ended up being premonitions. 
Yeah. And apparently, <laughs> I'm not. I'm fucking feeling. I feel like everything. I know everything, which means we're gonna fucking spiral. But either way, this is the closing and the beginning of what we have all been trying to manifest and create. The alignment is absurd, and the fact that I'm going back to even understand and sit deeper is absurd. Mm-hmm. So on a personal level, the 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 full circle moment feels immense. But on the collective level and on Christine's level is monumental. Her catalyst and the freedom that she's going to feel from this, I'm here for it. I'm here for it like I was with DJ, you know, to see that level of transformation. I am beyond grateful to be able to energetically watch this. You know, she's like a kaleidoscope to me anyway. I love watching her energetically. So this is such a beautiful gift to be able to watch all of that and see her push through such rigid ways of being dude seriously had i not had you guys to help me through that whole thing in peru i would have never had the courage and the understanding of why i needed to go into a heavier setting with people who were presenting the need for like some truth (laughs) you know and it wasn't gently packaged in the way Michelle would normally do it i know but that (laughs) see that's the crazy thing and i think that that was my takeaway from So I know you're very hard on yourself because you've been so soft and cuddly and warm to everybody for so long that just asking a fucking legitimate question seems like you're ripping their face off. But (laughs) I just hope you can see that by just doing that, by not coddling, not worrying about how it was going to be perceived and just doing it, how much quicker things went along. Yeah, I know it's not good for billable hours, but from a results (laughs) standpoint... We need to be direct. You need to say this stuff. And if they don't come back and say you were right and I'm sorry and thank you, then they that's not a loss for you. Yeah, yeah. And that was such a learning. Oh, this is what I'm saying. Like we've been home for a fucking month, like a week like maybe five weeks. Like we what talk about timeline shifting. What else is there that we can try to button up the post Peru experience i mean i know we kind of went in all different directions but a way that you would or something you would say to anybody that would be considering doing this journey was there anything you would say i was so confident before we went about what i was going to do with my life and now it's it almost seems like it's just going to happen the confidence isn't even a thing because it's not even a choice it's not even like going to be something that's going to be hard or it's going to be something that like i need to put more thought into and what really helped me is actually talking to your husband because me talking to him about all the fears he's having i'm reassuring myself of yeah i've thought of that too yeah i've I've worried about that too i've answered all those things to myself and saying those back out loud to people was a nice reminder and i said to him i go what's our worst case scenario Seriously, what what is it that this doesn't work? I'm like, there's so many good things that come from that. That's not even a bad thing. Something doesn't work. You fucking do something different. That's a huge win to yeah. Id- to identify that it didn't work and you get to change course. And that's all I said that about. That's what I want for my kids to have the confidence to try shit, and then if it doesn't work or you don't like it, to have the confidence to tr- try it, try something else. Make a change. Our worst case scenario is a win. Mm-hmm. So what the fuck? 
what, what are we waiting for? There's nothing you're going to be able to bring to the table to be like, oh shit, good point. Maybe we, maybe we should relook it. No, 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 no. Because <laughs> when you're able to escape all of the bullshit, all the programming, all the trauma, all the things you think that you know that's in your head, that's all the bullshit. When you escape that and you talk about what you want to do and how you want to live your life, and it seems to coincide with other people that want to do the exact same thing, the only time where that's in question is when all the other bullshit kicks up again. This is like why you have a disaster plan. You've already thought about what to do if something happens and you thought rationally about it so you didn't have to try to fucking problem solve while this shit going down. So I look at it like we've already made, we've already like, this is already decided. We're already doing this. And now after the trip, there's no more adding things to the pros and cons column. I'm not still trying to make an informed decision. The decision's been made. Now it's just how are we executing and what's the order of shit? Like there's no, I don't spend any time like, is this the right decision? No, because all I've ever wanted to do is go do this and try this. And how many times have I said to you, if I'm like, well, if I, uh, this is the one life I got, I'm not going to fucking not do Like, you know, it'd be such a fucking waste. And why should this life change be any different than sailing across an ocean or doing any other fucking cool thing you've wanted to do in your life? That's the part where I got super inspired. My advice now would be do it because even if it scares you, there's even more of a reason to do it. I built my life around not experiencing things that was outside of my comfort zone. And you had built your life into diving into those things that were outside your comfort zone. And so that, like, fearlessness was super inspiring on my journey. That, like, you got one life. I committed to this so deeply because it scared the fuck out of me. I wanted to do something for the first time in my life. I mean, push through something so intense as this. So I could look back and be like, bitch, you can go and do that. You can do fucking anything. And the freeing part of it was just immense. I realized how much freedom this was going to give me early on when I sat with Repay with DJ. And I know you've heard me talk about that. But I would say to anybody that wants to go and do something with plant medicine to get some Repay, find it from a credible source, ask somebody, one of your woo-woo friends about it, and sit with it in ceremony. Because pushing through what I thought that was going to be versus what it was taught me a huge lesson. That's where the Repay taught me a lesson in the medicine in and of itself was we make such a monster out of things. The anticipation is far worse than the experience or far more fearful, I should say, than the experience. And so I learned how to drop that fear and really embody a little bit of Nick, you know, embodying that fearlessness and channeling in that. I've watched so many people I feel in my life be fearless. I think I've been fearless in some ways, but not in the way that I feel now. By the way, a little bit of my Nickisms, or I'm like, you know, embodying a little bit of you and a little bit of DJ, because you guys are like these fearless. You would dive into these things. That's where I'm going with this version of Peru this time, is it's not like surrendering into the fear. It's surrendering into out of my comfort zone more so. It's getting how much more can I make myself uncomfortable to challenge myself. So with that being said, dude, thank you for like the post-Peru, the pre-Peru, all of the efforts into making these conversations available to people and for just unequivocally knowing that the journey ahead was going to be fucking dope. You just, you just, you surrendered into the yes. And it was like, whoa, all right, we're doing this. So it's been awesome to have you like a teammate from the very beginning on this and all the ups and downs and the level of preparation that it took and being able to be inspired. I just feel really lucky to have had that. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 
Well, thank you for calling me and asking me to go.